Down to Business on News Talk. Sponsored by Flowgas. On the grid, off the grid. Flowgas is Ireland's only supplier of LPG and natural gas, wherever you are. There's a lot of gingered heads around here this morning because, yes, last night was the News Talk Christmas party over there in Teeling's Distillery, and I believe. And I tell you this because I was working in Cork and I wasn't able to make it. So I'm as bright as a daisy this morning. But there's all these heads around the place moping into their coffee. They were saying, what time is the insomnia coffee coming, Bobby? We're absolutely really dying here at our feet. We shouldn't have had that last whiskey. But there you go. It's the Christmas party aftermath. The night, the day of regrets after the night before. So... We had a great night because all the people here told me that. Many of them have sore heads. But what about the business of Christmas parties? Delighted to be joined in the studio by Stephanie Hayes. She's the Director of Marketing at at the Clontarf Castle. Colin Murphy is the General Manager of the Red Cow. And Stephanie King is a Marketing Executive at the Selbridge Manor Hotel. Uh, All hotspots for the Christmas party goers and experts in putting on a night that many of us end up wanting to forget. (laughs) And bright and bubbly, all three of you look this morning. Stephanie, let me start with you. This is Stephanie Hayes, uh, Director of Marketing at Clontarf Castle. Tell us about your venue, first of all, and the business that is Christmas parties. Okay, well, I guess, um, and thanks for having me on, Bobby. Uh, Clontarf Castle, it's a unique 12th century castle building, as you know, and I guess it's particularly magical at Christmas. Uh, we put a, a huge amount of effort into how the building looks and it all kicks off with our lighting ceremony in November. We'd a mere thousand people at that this year. And we're now in week two of Christmas Party Madness. So okay. we had 400 last night in the Great Hall and uh, they arrive into uh, the Hallelujah Gospel Choir in the atrium lobby and citrus spice mulled wine and then into the Great Hall where we've Ray Shah who uh, is also a DJ as you know yeah. um, so he entertains them spot prizes gets the party going we do a bit of a floor show um, at dessert and then we have fo- Footloose uh, entertaining them to the early hours okay, and, and so on and yeah. can I ask you Stephanie of those 400 that were there last night are, are they largely individual groups or could it sometimes be just 400 from one company? How does we, it kind of yeah, work? Yeah, I guess we would run five or six organised Christmas party nights. Right. Uh, last night's was made up of multiple companies with 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s and then tonight we have one company taking the whole thing privately. Which, which is kind of nice if you're a small business it and you, you know there's eight or ten of you and you want to be part of something. It's how and to you get the You, you don't really have to interact mm-hmm. with the others but yeah. the fact that you're there as a as a part of something greater kind of makes it work, doesn't it? It really does. I guess, you know, small companies would have a bit of a challenge on how to create a big atmosphere and joining other companies is uh, how that happens. Okay. So, yeah. Let's bring in our second guest now, Colin Murphy from the Red Cow. Colin, you're very welcome to the programme. Another venue that would be synonymous with the Christmas party, the Red Cow. Tell us what you have on offer. Absolutely. Well, I suppose we're lucky with the Red Cow where we're positioning. Um, uh, we're just, just off the M50, as you know, so... Uh, for anybody coming north, south, east or west, it's easy access, very easy to access us. Um, we have eight different uh, party nights on this year. We've got June Rogers back again this year. She took, right. a, she took a sabbatical last year, but she's back. So June's running 12 nights, so she's in the 12 nights of Christmas. You have, um, we have Larry Hart's over in the Red Cow Inn. Um, he's uh, got six nights. They're all sold out. We have also, uh, we've got a swing night. Uh, we have two, two, two of those running. 
and then we have Aladdin which is a pantomime we're doing this year for the first time uh, in the Red Cow Inn so there's still some tickets on that one but it's, 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 it's flying out and can I ask you then, Colm, in terms of your 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 positioning, as you as you mm. mentioned earlier, how many people would stay over at a Christmas party? In 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 the case, typically, is it a is it a night that also sells accommodation, or do people tend to get a bus wherever they're going out of there? It's it's a bit of both, I suppose, <clears throat> depending on the night. Um, uh, you, you you would always you would always do a package where you would include a, a, the, the overnight accommodation with the, with the show, um, which a lot of people um, take up because I suppose if you're coming from outside of the city and you have to work the next day, it's handy just jump on the Lewis and you're back in town again yeah. the next day. So it's so it works that it works a bit. You get a bit of everything there, or you can get the Lewis out of town to collect your car or something. Or if something. You've left it there. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, let's bring in our third guest. She's Stephanie King from the Selbridge Manor Hotel. Stephanie, you're very welcome to the program. Hi, buddy. Now tell. Tell us about your lovely operation out there in Selbridge and what you offer for the Christmas party goer. So as you mentioned earlier, the Selbridge Manor Hotel used to be the Satanta Hotel, but now we're obviously Selbridge Manor. It's a beautiful Georgian hotel. I am on the Manor, or sorry, on the Clane Road. I know um, it well. You know it well, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful hotel. It's had a lot <coughs> of refurbishment recently as well. And it's under new management. So we're running Christmas parties again for the first time this year in a long time. Um, and we're doing one Christmas party night on the 16th, which is selling quite well, but there is some tickets left. Okay. Um, and as everyone else has said, there's your mulled wine reception, you have your DJ until late, spot prizes and your bar until late as well. So you've, you've made a strategic management decision at the hotel that you're going to embrace Christmas parties and by the sounds of things, it's it's been a relevant, relevantly new departure for the business. So Absolutely. You're, you're sort of re-embracing the Christmas party of old that maybe used to go there. Absolutely. And we're very excited about it. We think it's going to be great <coughs> for this year. Okay, now, when you say, uh, typically then, who's the customer? In, in your case, Stephanie, um, would it, is it a local business in Selbridge? Does it tend to be people from further afield? Do people stay over? What we find and what we're focusing a lot on this year is getting back in with the local community. As you know, there's a great community in Selbridge and we're hoping to appeal to the people there. Um, of course, there is people who come further afield, um, but mainly to the local community we would cater to. And some would stay over. Um, there's beautiful venues, 66 rooms in the hotel. So yes, we do cater to those as well. Um, let me bring the other Stephanie back in from Clontarf Castle. And I would say to our listeners, well, we've got three experts here in the studio on Christmas parties. If you've got any queries, send us in a text, 53106. We'll do our best to answer them. Uh, but we do, as I say, this is a business of experts and we, we're, we're in the business of providing solutions, not problems. So Stephanie Hayes, tell me then about... Um, the campaign around the Christmas party. This is very even late to be talking about it. You're you're done and dusted effectively. All, when does all the hard work begin around getting organised for this season? Honestly, January. Um, we sit down as a management team. We look at what worked really well, what needs tweaking, and we start planning for the Christmas ahead. It's it's a huge job. Uh, from a marketing perspective, the brochure starts goes into production in May. In June, I'm booking the digital marketing campaigns and and so on, and we kick off in earnest in September. And is there a time? And you might be slightly sensitive to this question in the sense that is there a time? Is it ever too early to come out and say, hey, book us for your Christmas party? Is it, it, could you actually come out of the trap too early and it'd, it'd be a negative that people say, oh man, I'm after hearing that place advertising Christmas parties in June. Uh, is that an absolute no-no? I think it's an absolute no-no. The only <laughs> acceptable time is actually 
straight after the new year to ask people that have been with you, would they like to rebook? Yeah, I think that's or fair bigger enough. bigger companies where they need to plan it more in advance. As for having your campaign out in June, for me it's too early. September is very acceptable or the end of August, uh, but you can definitely hit them in June or in January. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Column in the Red Cow, what, what sort of challenges do you have around this? It's obviously a very busy operational time. So what are your sort of day-to-day issues that you deal with uh, around the Christmas party season? Uh, I suppose the day-to-day issue is just making sure you have, I suppose you have the right the right crew around you, just making sure that everyone who's supposed to be turning up is turning up because it is it is a full month. It's it's not just a Friday and Saturday night where you have events. It's seven nights with ourselves. So people are tired, especially the younger members of staff. Yeah. They? So it's just um, just trying to keep everyone's chin up as it were. Uh, yeah, I'd just say it's only X amount of days to Absolutely, the new year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scratch off it'll on the calendar. Yeah. And tell, what about then um, in terms of the selling of the of the the Christmas party package, are you paid up front? Like, uh, in other words, if somebody doesn't show up, are you quids in? Uh, yeah, you'd rather the people in the room, of course, of course because you obviously would. you get the atmosphere, and obviously there'll be an ancillary spend with that as well. So you'd rather to have people in the room. Yeah, and so it adds to the night. Yeah, so so in terms of of the booking process, if 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 I'm a small business with twenty people, and I want to have my Christmas party in the Red Cow. On the, I presume this are the Saturday nights the busier nights or the Friday nights. Um, it's a mixture. It's a mixture of both, really. There's no, not one is the, is the the busiest night, but um, the Saturdays are tending to be this year, all right. Right. Yeah. Um, I suppose the process is when you you'd ring up and make your booking, um, possibly call back a bit of a week later with a deposit, and then two to three weeks in uh, in advance of the event, you'd have everything paid up in full. Is there a cut-off time then where you want to get people out of there um, again and get them to go on into town or wherever they go? And, and, no. and, or what, what is the cut-off time? Well, not at all. Obviously, we'd be encouraging people to stay over because then you have your residence bar as well. So it's yeah. it's a win-win because nobody wants to go out, and particularly on a cold night like tonight, nobody wants to go out into the into the dark unknown. We'll be so, waiting for yeah, Lewis or something that might so, never come. That's it. So we'd rather keep, keep everyone warm and give them a brandy or something to heat them up more if they need it. Um, Stephanie, what what about the uh, the guest expectations? What what do people kind of what is their expectation when they come out to yourself in 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 uh, in the Celebridge Manor Hotel? I think what people expect is what they want firstly from any Christmas party is the atmosphere. I think that's what matters to people first. Is there's a good buzz around the place. Yeah. Um, there's good entertainment, good music, good food. Um, they're paying for the Christmas party night. They're only doing it once that year and they want to have a good time. And I think especially any managers in businesses who are attending the Christmas party, they want their teams to have a good night. So definitely I think it comes down to atmosphere, which I think we do really well on in the hotel. And do you encourage people to stay over or do people typically stay over in, in your case? Because you probably are, a, well, in, uh, maybe not to Celebridge, but outside of Celebridge, you'd be reasonably remote. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like we're quite close to the town of Celebridge itself. Um, but I do think the hotel itself is such an experience to stay in because it's a Georgian manor and our rooms are beautifully done and have been recently decorated. Um, I think it's quite the experience. So people do enjoy staying over and having that bit of luxury then after their night out at the party. Right, right, okay. And uh, going back to you then, Stephanie Hayes, um, you, you talked about planning for next year. Um, how has the sort of business evolved in, in relation to, if you looked at maybe Christmas parties that you were doing five years ago, like we have, we've probably had, we've had a boom, we've had a bust, mm. now we're 
there's talk that we're in a boom again. Is that reflected in the Christmas party? I think it absolutely is. We have extended our offering. So um, two years ago, we started our very popular Christmas concert series at the Castle and we would have had one night and we've grown that to three nights this year. Right. We've Phil Coulter, we've Rebecca Storm and we've Celine Byrne, the They're soprano. Big names, big names yeah. ringing, ringing in the, the new year in the Castle. So, you know, people do have a little bit more money um, they're looking for something a bit different. So I suppose the, the Christmas party night ticks a certain box. Uh, the concert series is probably a slightly different audience and that um, the residential programme has grown. So instead of people doing two nights, they're doing three nights and four nights. Um, uh, so I guess we, we have to yeah, adapt. Yeah, so it is a kind of a... Yeah, and I suppose, well, one of, the, one of the biggest parameters was that people didn't have them, mm-hmm. uh, that they actually were they were caught out as a, so as a, for, yeah. for a number of years so that the market had practically evaporated. Let's just yeah. say the numbers are at, uh, they'd be pretty much, much bigger. They would, yeah. Colm, can I ask you about price? Typically, and again, you don't have to quote a price, but typically, if I'm a company with 20 people, what sort of money should I be expecting to pay uh, relative to, 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 to having a good night out? Where, just, I'm looking for a sense of how much it would cost. I suppose you're talking realistically between fifty and sixty euros, somewhere along that point for for the meal and for a meal and a good show. Yeah. Now there's loads of texts coming in. One of them says, "Typically, how much does do businesses put behind the bar for free drink? Any evidence of that?" Yeah, there's quite quite a bit actually. Yeah. yeah. This year, this year again, going yeah. back from like previous years, they weren't doing it, but um, people are tending to do like vouchers, so they give like three or four drinks or up to seven drinks, whatever is. See, see, I, I think that's that's what we do at, mm. at, at our Christmas party because I, I think that's a good way of making sure everybody gets a drink, mm. number one, but secondly, that you just... That there's a bit of a curtailment yeah. on. It's not that you want to be mean about it, but you know you just want people to pace themselves absolutely. and you to be careful and to enjoy themselves. Down, yeah, ex- absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's another text in here and says, "Is the old free bar not a dangerous mix with the Christmas party? Uh, any experience of that?" I think, you know, businesses are sensible. HR has become way more stringent. So the free bar doesn't run all night. You yeah. know, they put it behind the bar for before the meal or immediately after and there's a cut off point. So I think businesses, they, they don't want their employees to, you know, get too relaxed altogether. So they're mindful of that and okay. they need to be. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I have a texter here asking about uh, whether companies can use their own DJ or do you have to use the hotel's DJ? Again, it's maybe a technical point. Anybody want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah no, you'd be as long as the DJ or any of the entertainers had had insurance, public liability insurance, you'd have no issue with um, allowing that. Uh. Yeah, okay. And 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 uh, I suppose, but he, would that be unusual for somebody to bring their own G- DJ? No, I think I know no. some people would because they might have a friend that's a DJ or somebody that works within the company that's doing a bit, so they're trying to give them a leg up and a bit of a bit of a show. When do you have to book the entertainers? Like that's clearly another important part of the jigsaw, making sure that you have. And again, I'm I'm hearing impressive names around the table, but those people are all busy. They're all, and they'd be some of them would be reasonably expensive. When do you have to make a commitment to them? You know, they're nearly in touch with us to find out how numbers are. So once they finish their event in December, I'm rebooking them for the right. following year. So nearly a year, right? To make sure you get the people that you want, you're, you need to be doing that. And how do you keep things fresh in, in relation to... Because like, I think that's the whole thing about parties, is it not? That, 
you you know if you have a good one the one next year has to be better like Absolutely. how do you challenge yourselves to make it better every year I guess you have to mix up the entertainment and also add different things into the offering so I suppose at Clontarf Castle it's that Christmas concert series uh, from a residential programme we're constantly tweaking it so you know um, adding nice little elements that'll make a difference like the the evening dinner and entertainment um, in Knight's Bar so although they may have absolutely eaten to the max during the day they can go in they can relax they can always fit more they're always looking for uh, the the little bit All in right. the evening so yeah well listen well done and uh, just hang in there there's only another how many days before you can uh, uh, <clears throat> and uh, then one texter says are there still tickets available for the concert series at the castle that's from Jason are there there certainly are right um, Jason there are good Castle. news there yeah. you have it I'd like to thank my guests Stephanie Hayes Director of Marketing at Clontarf Castle Colin Murphy the General Manager of the Red Cow and Stephanie King uh, Group Marketing Executive uh, for Selbridge Manager, Ma- Manor Hotel and well done to you all thank, thank you for that you. enlightenment we appreciate it <laughs> Down to Business on Newstalk Sponsored by Flowgas On the grid Off the grid Flowgas is Ireland's only supplier of LPG and natural gas wherever you are